You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, guys? It is Thursday, August 19th. I am Jacob Rude, your host. This is Locked On Hoosiers, your daily source for IU Athletics news. And I thank you guys for making this part of your day once more this week. We have a packed show for you guys with recruiting news for basketball and some football player rankings for the Big Ten that are going to lead us down a conversation of IU's best players heading into this season. Before we jump into that, today's show is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts you will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. As I said, there are a couple of different recruiting updates for today. Uh, IU is in the top four of another basketball recruit. Um, some Jalen Hood Shafino updates about uh, who he's leaning towards. And spoiler, it's good news for the Hoosiers. And then 247 Sports released uh, their updated class rankings for 2022 college football. And it includes Indiana. We're going to talk about that because that rarely happens. Um, we also have some player rankings done by the Big Ten Network. We'll dive into where IU players fall on that, which will lead into a conversation about who I think IU's best players are and how I'd rank the top five players this season. Lots of lots to jump into today. Before we do that, as always, you can subscribe to Locked On Hoosiers wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Follow me at Jacob Rude. Follow the show at LO underscore Hoosiers. Appreciate all the support you guys have been giving. Now, as I said, a couple different basketball recruiting updates. First, Noah Clowney, a four-star recruit, 2022 class, narrowed his list down to four schools today. Uh, IU is among them, as well as Alabama, Virginia Tech, and Florida. Uh, IU was in early on him, so they've kind of, they got the inside track early, have stayed with him. He will visit IU next weekend. And then he'll visit his other finalists in September. But he is a 6'10", as I said, four-star recruit, ranked number 75 by 247 Sports. A little bit of a hybrid 4-5. Actually talked to the Daily Hoosier recently. Here's what he had to say kind of about where he would fit in Mike Woodson's system, what he's kind of talked to the coaching staff about. Quote, he, being Mike Woodson, wants to bring an NBA style to college basketball. Because I'm versatile, he thinks I'd be able to play his system very well. He showed me a lot of pick and roll where I'd get lob opportunities, a lot of one-on-one face-up opportunities. He thinks I could take a lot of people one-on-one. He showed me, along with that pick and roll, a lot of slips and pick and pops as well to switch it up. Well, First, obviously, getting a player like that to go into Mike Woodson's system is going to be key as it sounds as he wants a more versatile front court. Um, but those quotes also kind of give you more of an idea of the type of offense Mike Woodson's going to run. Um, with so little information out there about what he's going to do, I honestly take quotes like this um, and apply them to the current team and kind of how that's going to go because we really don't know how these players are going to play. But Seeing a player like Noah Clowney, obviously Trace Jackson Davis, I'd be stunned if he returns yet again to Bloomington. He's on his way out. Finding a player like 
similar to him, at least in terms of play style. It's going to be hard to replace him. A 6'10 hybrid, uh, 4'5", that's a four-star recruit. It's probably going to be about as close as you can get to replacing him, assuming he goes this year. So big news for IU in that front. As I said, more news on Jalen Hood Shafino. Rivals recruiting director Rob Cassidy uh, included Hood Shafino's recruitment in his uh, in an article today predicting where he would go. Spoiler, as I said, good news for Indiana. Here's what he had to say. With roughly a week until Hood Shafino is set to make the call, confidence in Bloomington seems to be growing while it has begun to wane a bit in Knoxville. Tennessee is his other finalist, obviously. The Vols certainly aren't out of the running here, but it seems like the only threat to, like they're the only real threat to steal the rivals, uh, 150 prospect away from Mike Woodson and company. Still, it's recruiting. There's no real locks, and nothing's ever set in stone until pen meets paper. But I'd feel reasonably okay if I were a Hoosiers fan. We talked a lot about Hood Shafino earlier this week. I don't want to dive into that again. But that is great news for the Hoosiers to land a recruit of his caliber would be really big for the program and really big as an early win on the recruiting trail for Mike Woodson. Last thing to talk about for the recruiting front, as I mentioned, uh, 247 Sports released an updated um, top classes of the 2022 cycle written by Chance Linton. Um, but they based it off, uh, a lot of it off kind of their composite scores that we also talked about earlier in the week, add up the composite scores of all the players and the top 25 or who they are, how they're ranked. So in that regard, quantity is better than quality. Uh, for example, the Hoosiers have 14 commits and come in at 24th with a composite score of 197, just above them as Boston college who has 22 recruits at 197. So IU certainly, their average ranking is better. But nonetheless, it is August. We're not going to dive too deep into team rankings for college football. But honestly, the fact that IU is in this position, even if it is in August, is another big win for Tom Allen. He has absolutely crushed it on the recruiting trail. He continues to make headway in that regard. I would say the next big step is to get a top 25 class like this, um, though it doesn't seem like he necessarily needs it because the players he's bringing in are have been terrific for the Hoosiers. So uh, Tom Allen can keep killing it out there in the recruiting game. This recruiting class right now is actually led by uh, some convenience, <laughs> maybe a little bit of luck. The top recruit is Deshaun McCullough, a edge rusher who, if the last name rings a bell, that's Dellen McCullough, the uh, running back coach's son. When they moved to Bloomington, Deshaun moved his commitment from Ohio State to IU. He's the number four edge rusher in the country. The other one, Trevor Mullen, that last name should ring a bell as well. He is the number 23 cornerback in the nation. Those are your top two recruits right now for the Hoosiers. Some more wins for Tom Allen on the recruiting front out there and his staff. We will see how that continues to shape up as the season goes. Now, speaking of football, Big Ten player rankings from one of their analysts, Joshua Perry, have been going on for about for a couple weeks now, going one a day, uh, 30 players in 30 days. 
we have most of IU's uh, rankings released, which is why I want to talk about it today. And we will reveal where some of IU's players are ranked and whether they deserve to be higher ranked, honestly. We'll get into that in just a moment. So guys, there are just some things that aren't really fun to talk about, and one of them is excessive sweating. Uh, Maybe you're not as bad as the Miller family and Sean Miller uh, or Archie Miller, but it's really not any fun to just be an excessive sweater. That's why we have the product Sweatblock for you guys. Now, Sweatblock sent some products to us. I am someone that is a bit of an excessive sweater. I can make anything look really difficult. Um, just by the how much I sweat, especially in July and August here in the Midwest where it gets really humid and hot. So I've used their sweat block wipes for about three days now. Um, uh, you put it on at night just before bed and then you just go to sleep. Next day, wake up, take a shower, wash off, and you forget about it. And honestly, I have had no issues with it. That includes um, ha- doing a Hot Ones Wing Challenge which for those that haven't watched Hot Ones on YouTube is basically just really eating really hot and spicy wings. So I was sweating up a storm this week. Haven't had any issues whatsoever. Um, take it from me, someone that has used it firsthand. The sweat block antiperspirant wipes are real, are the real deal. So I know it sounds too good to be true, but literally only having to use these antiperspirant wipes once, maybe twice a week at most, have have kept me dry. I mean, I'm, I've only used one. It's been about three days, and I've had no issues whatsoever. So no more embarrassing first dates, no more night at the bar that um, features some sweaty pits or anything like that. If you're interested in trying out Sweat Block Antiperspirant Wipes, just go to sweatblock.com. For 20% off, use the promo code LOCKEDON. You can also find them on Amazon and CVS. Take it from me. They are worth it. This is not too good to be true. So mention that Big Ten Network is doing some player rankings. Certainly not any kind of official capacity, not your NFL top 100 preseason rankings and whatnot. This is just coming from one person. It's just analyst Joshua Perry, but it's a talking point, and we certainly need those uh, during the preseason. Even as we get closer and closer, I believe 16 days away now from the start of the regular season, but... This still led to a couple of different kind of takeaways from me looking at his rankings today. Came across the rankings today because Michael Penix was announced at number 10. So there's your spoiler so far that Penix is the number 10 player in the Big Ten coming into the season. He is the fourth Hoosier named so far. So at number 24, you have Peyton Hendershot, who honestly has gone under the radar a bit. We've talked a lot about of a lot of we've talked a lot about a lot of players. Say that ten times fast. And Hendershot, honestly, is not someone we've talked a lot about, maybe because he's just such a sure thing, almost kind of the safety valve a lot of times for the Hoosier offense. He was third on the team in catches last year uh, behind just Wap Fillier and Ty Freifogel, obviously going to be a big part of this offense. Taiwan Mullen is number 16. I certainly have some thoughts about that in just a moment. Micah McFadden comes in at 13, Pennix obviously at 10. Have to assume that Ty Freifogel is going to be a top 10 player. He's definitely a top 30 player in this conference. If he hasn't been named yet, then he's someone that is going to be in the top 10. I'm not sure that he's IU's best player, but we will also talk about that in just a few moments. To me, though, 
I was honestly stunned that Taiwan Mullen was at number 16. After I saw Penix on the list at number 10, uh, I started to do a little research. Did not expect to see Taiwan Mullen's name. Honestly, pretty fair argument that Taiwan Mullen might be the best player on this team. I expected him to be inside the top 10. My question is, if Ohio State, Michigan, maybe even Penn State, had a player who was a first-team All-American, like Taiwan Mullen was, by the Football Writers Association of America. He was an All-American, first-team All-American, a couple other places, all sorts of awards. If one of those schools, one of those Blue Bloods, had a player like that returning this season, fully healthy, no limitations, no asterisks, nothing, would, do you think he would be the 16th best player in the conference? And I don't mean to sound like the guy that is upset because, oh, woe is us, we're always the underdogs, yada, yada, yada. I just genuinely was surprised that Mullen came in this low. And again, this is one person's rankings. This is not any sort of consensus. Maybe the consensus consensus is Mullen is a top 10 player in the conference. We'll certainly find out here in about two weeks. But to me, I think if the circumstances were different just in terms of what school Taiwan Mullen went to, I think he would be a lot higher up. Now, he wasn't any kind of consensus All-American. Maybe that's the knock on him. He was only an All-American on a couple different places. I have a feeling that by the end of this year, he's going to be a consensus All-American. I am really high on Tywin Mullen, maybe more than anyone else. His ability to do multiple things is impressive. He can. We've obviously seen him get to the quarterback. Um, he's not afraid to make a tackle. He was fourth on the team in tackles last year. Obviously, his uh, pass defending coverage, sorry, that was the word I was looking for. His coverage and covering skills are second to none on this team. Three interceptions last year, um, four passes defended, just shut down some of the top wide receivers in the conference. He is an elite player in this conference. I... To me, I think he's probably IU's best player. I'm going to stop making the case for him because I want to save some things to talk about for the next segment. But nonetheless, I just felt a little surprised that Tywin Mullen were, was where he was at. The other thing to kind of look at, when's the last time IU had five players in the top 25 in the Big Ten? It's something I kind of tried to give some thought about. There's been times where IU's had a couple really good players. You can think back to mostly their running backs, whether it was Tevin Coleman, whether it was Jordan Howard, Stevie Scott may have been in there at some point, but those two names are always going to be the names that come up. They've had some wide receivers, Shane Wynn, um, guys like that. When I don't know that there were there was ever a time when five different players were considered top 25 players. I don't know that there was ever a time that there were four players in the top 20. I don't know that there's ever been a time that IU has had two top 10 players. And I say all this in recent memory, at least. Again, as I said yesterday, I'm not a huge historian, so I don't know what IU's teams were like in the 40s, the 50s, yada, yada, yada. 
there may have been a time or two here or there where I you maybe did have two top ten players or did have four top twenty players. It's very rare. I'm certainly not making the case that it's never happened before, but just how many times has it real has it honestly happened? Because IU is going to have two top ten players, they're going to have four top twenty players, two on each side of the ball. They have five of the twenty five best players in the league based on this ranking. And I'm not sure that's ever happened. And that kind of goes with the expectation talks we've had this week and that we will have in tomorrow's episode to wrap up the week. The expectations for this team are through the roof right now. Um, It has me a little worried, honestly, uh, just thinking about how badly this could go because that's just kind of the nature of IU football. But it also has me incredibly excited because if it goes right, This is going to be a truly, truly special season. Now, I gave a lot of my thoughts. I tried to hold back on them, but I want to give you my top five players for IU this season. And, I mean, spoiler, it's going to be the same five players, but it's not going to be the same order. Certainly not. So, when we get back in just a moment, we will take a look at who I think the five best players are on this team this upcoming season. It's that time of year again, and all eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including the half million dollar NFL Mega Contest and the $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest, open now at Bet Online. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. It is not a typo that you heard that right. 100% welcome bonus. They will double your money. Be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo where you make a bet on the th- on the Thursday, September 9th of the season opener between the Bucks and Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will still be refunded up to $25. It's a free bet is what it is. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. From football to basketball to boxing, right to horse racing, you don't have to wait and take advantage of all the great available offers for the 2021 season. So head on over there today, use the code LOCKEDON to get a 100% welcome bonus. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to Rock Auto at home and in your pocket. So save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30 50 or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. So go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on in their how did you hear about us section so that they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com Now when it comes to ranking the top 5 IU football players, I do think the 5 names mentioned, at least coming into the season, are going to kind of separate themselves from the rest. They're... The five names we mentioned, Mullen, um, McFadden, Hendershot, Penix, and Freifogel. Um, there's a couple names that could potentially be honorable mentions. 
Um, maybe DJ Matthews, depending on how he plays this season. He certainly isn't going to have the preseason expectations like that, but be interesting to watch. A lot of names defensively that could come in. Devin Matthews, potentially he, he filled in. Marcelino Ball, it's hard to put somebody that was injured last year in the in this conversation, but if he's healthy, he certainly will be in the conversation for the top five players. There's a number of uh, people you could look into. Special shout out to Charles Campbell. He's never going to be in a top five players, but he's one of the best um, kickers in college football and has been really important to IU throughout the years. So, but with that being said, I don't really think you can make much of an argument coming into the year that those five are different. So to me, if I'm ranking the players, I would still put Peyton Hendershot as fifth. Again, I think he's been a little underrated this season. Um, 23 catches last year, only 151 yards, four touchdowns, but he was much more valuable this season prior, his sophomore year. 52 catches, 622 yards, four touchdowns. As I said, he's a bit of a safety valve for this IU team, and I expect Penix and him to have a much better relationship after a year together on the field. He is a versatile guy who's going to be on the field a lot, and I think he will be somewhat of an X factor for this offense with just his ability to make plays, um, really soft hands. And like I said, just the speed and versatility to line up in multiple different places. The fourth player would be Micah McFadden. I certainly don't mean this in any bad way because Micah McFadden was a second team All-American last year by Phil Steele, who's one of the kind of old school respected names when it comes to college football analysts. He was a third team All-American by the Associated Press, and I don't need to explain the Associated Press. He was first team All-Big Ten. How many times would a player of that caliber be the fourth best player on the team this year? We talked relative to the conference. Relative to this team, a returning All-American being the fourth best player on the team, I can't recall many times if ever that would have happened. Three through one for me, pretty fluid. You could make an argument for any of them. I would still go Fry Fogle third. I, again, it's hard to say this without it coming. I don't want it to seem as bad on any one of these players. Freifogel had 721 yards and seven touchdowns this year. If he has another big year this season, he's going to be up there right near the top of all sorts of IU all-time receiving leaderboards. So he's one of the best IU's ever had, or at least is on pace to be. But to me, I would put the other two guys just a tick above him. And that may change uh, going into the, or throughout the season. Second for me, maybe not a surprise if you listen to last segment, I would put Pennix second. He is supremely talented. This team is going to go as far as Pennix goes. The only thing that knocks him just a tick below Taiwan Mullen is the injuries. And it's not necessarily fair, but it's three straight years he's had his season prematurely ended by injuries. It's a concern. It's a fair concern. If he can stay on the field the whole time for IU, he's going to be their best player. He's going to be their most important player. And he's going to if he's on the field for the entire season, this is going to be a great season, I think, for Indiana. But he hasn't done that yet. 
And until he does that, it's hard to put your full faith into him. And I think that's one of the reservations we will have about IU football this year and that I will talk about tomorrow with our special guest. Number one for me, obviously, Tywin Mullen, based on the rant I had about him last segment, this kid can do it all. 37 tackles, four and a half for loss, three and a half sacks, three interceptions, four passes defended, a forced fumble last year. Incredibly talented, can line up in multiple different positions, do multiple things for you. Part of what makes this IU defense so great is its versatility and fluidness, and Tywin Mullen plays right into that. He's obviously a lockdown corner, but he's a corner that can come in and blitz. Three and a half sacks last year was third most on the team. I don't know how many times you have a cornerback being third, having the third most sacks on your team and still having a top 25, top 30 defense. That's what they had last year. He's admittedly bigger. We talked about him. Um, last week when he spoke to the media he's bigger than he was uh, last season he's in better shape which is a terrifying thought because he was an all-american last year he again if he stays healthy i think we're talking about one of the best defensive players to play at indiana Um, that's certainly a shorter list than maybe the best offensive players but he has he's only the second quarterback to even be an all-american um, he's, he has the potential to be truly special and have a truly special season as is basically everybody with this IU football program. That is my list. I want to know your guys list. Um, if you would like me to see your list, leave a rating and review with them, with your list in it, tweet at the show at L O underscore Hoosiers. Maybe you have a different five players i've made the arguments for a couple different guys maybe you don't think it's just these five players maybe you think i'm crazy and that taiwan mullen isn't the number one guy let me know tweet at me leave a review leaving your top five let me know i want to see your list and maybe we'll talk about them tomorrow if we get if we have some time That'll wrap up today's episode as i said a couple times we do have a special guest coming on tomorrow where we'll talk some expectations, some, um, we'll talk a lot of different things. We'll talk about why this IU team's different, why it's scary to be this optimistic with IU football, what could be in store, what will dictate a successful season for IU. We have a lot to talk about. Uh, if you haven't already, follow me on Twitter. Like I said, follow the show at LO underscore Hoosiers. Subscribe to the podcast. Leave a rating and review, please. It really helps us out. While you're there, Head on over to Locked On Bets, where betting on the Hoosiers and college football doesn't have to be a guessing game. The new Locked On Bets podcast is hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. So get your daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favored picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag, wherever you get podcasts. Have a great Thursday, guys, and Elio.